Mikey and his magic middies. Will they get you over the line this season? Will Jake have Tedesco this week? Maxie, the consistent keeper. Ryan Hadley, Australia's next test fast bowler. Timmy, the 2020 Supercoach champion. And Savs, the Newcastle. I mean, Tommy Turbo Tragic. Are you ready for some football? We're ready for some football, baby. Here we go, here we go. You're now listening to the Supercoach Experience Podcast. Hello, guys. This is Super Coaches. It's the game day podcast round eight. Plenty of great buys on offer this week, and to discuss it, we've got Brandon Savage from the Super Coaches Experience. How are you? And your team's absolutely flying at the moment. Hello, I'm well, Tommy. Uh, my team's going all right. 810th at the moment. Uh, got in Nico Hines finally this week, so I'm very excited for this week. And question without uh, notice: Nico is captain, straight up. No. No, no not, not for happen. me. Not for me. Uh, not for me. I have got the vice captaincy as insurance, but yeah. um, I guess, yeah, this is something we usually talk about later in the show. Yes, yeah, question without notice. Um, look, let's talk about the big issue facing your team this week. Uh, look, for me, it's Joey Manu. Mm-hmm. Every basically everything is saying yes for me. He's, they've got a good run coming up. He's got a great record at five eight or any position other than centre. Really, he goes well in Super Coach. Anytime he gets his hands on the ball, he goes well. Everything says yes, except whether this is just a, a quick um, move back to reserve grade for Sam Walker mm. and whether he's back in the top grade next week or the week after. And then we've got Joey Manu back in the centres in the next couple of weeks. I think that is going to be the case long yeah. term. Short term, it could be a two, three-week play, but we get in these centre wings for these short two, three-week plays based on draws anyway. They've got a good draw for the next two, three weeks. He doesn't play round 13, though, so if you're tossing up between him and Garrick, I'd probably yeah. go Garrick if you've got the funds. Yep, and just overhearing a whole bunch of conversations in the office today, <laughs> it looks like it's not going to be a really short stint in reserve grade for Sam Walker. Right. They eventually want him back in the team, but I don't think it's going to be one week or two weeks. I think it'll be slightly longer than that. So I was on the fence before I came into the office today. I'm now 100% in on Joey Manu. But the other factor is, is Joey Manu the buyer or is James Tedesco the buyer at sort of 20k cheaper oh it's so it's so tough it's so tough you could get both you need you don't need to get both of them but i think based on what you have available in your team is the direction you're gonna go i'm getting in tedesco this week so i've chosen tedesco over manu just because that fullback slot's free for me yeah i could boost and get them both in (laughs) (laughs) see but that'll leave me pretty short on boosts what's the biggest issue facing your side um, that fourth centre wing spot for yeah. mine, uh, playing Taruva tonight, which I've actually got a good feeling about him. I think he's been underwhelming compared to his first two weeks. A lot of teams targeted him in the early rounds uh, for kick returns, and he was getting a lot of base stats through that. But I think the Rabbitohs' right edge leaks a bit of defence with the Isaac Thompson side, so I expect a line break and a try from him tonight. <laughs> Just some technical errors <laughs> over here. Very professionally run outfit we are. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's get some um, questions coming through, guys. Sorry, I was just trying to bring up the questions on this fancy new iPad that we've got here in the office instead of this broken computer that I always use. Let's pimp your teams.
the usual reminder, send your questions through on Facebook or YouTube, and of course your sledges as well. Your best zinger, we'll get zinger of the week pop up on the screen. Send those through, guys. First question here is, do I use my boost to go Madison to tap, Madison for Tapané? You, you go first. <laughs> oh, you. So, uh, Tapané is actually on one of the most traded out this week, which yeah. I don't agree with. I get he's on the buy, but he's probably at the lowest price he's going to be. At He plays around 13, and uh, you saw this time last year, about this period is when he started to go on his run, through the origin period where everyone's out and he's relied on. So... I wouldn't, uh, especially for Ryan Madison. Yeah, I mean, Maddo is a guy that I definitely want in for round 13. I don't think you need to rush this week because the BE, off the top of my head, is in the high 40s. So he's not going to go up or down by a massive amount. Tapané is my second most, my second biggest priority for round 13 behind Madison. So if you sell Tapané this week, you're going to want to bring him back in round 12 or 11 or whenever it is. So ideally you hold Tapané. Yeah, that's, that's it. I agree 100%. Um, AKP, that's Khan Pereira, mm-hmm. last reserve over Warbrick. He scored a hat-trick, time, hat-trick the last time he played the Finns. Was that in the trial, though? It must, is, it must have been. They haven't played each other in an NRL game. Yeah, but. yeah, I think that was in a trial, so it's a com- completely different thing. <laughs> I've sold Khan Pereira. I sold him last week. He's peaked definitely now. He hadn't peaked when I sold him, but the BE is in the 70s, so I think he is a sell. I think so too, and he needs three tries to get a good score for you. If he scores yeah. one try, he's still subpar to what you really want from your centre wing, so... Uh, he needs quite a bit to for it to be a good pod play. And a question, the best front row option, this is from Jason, best front row option after Tapané and Haas. I'd be going Tohu probably because he's got that round 13 coverage, but he does have the buy in round 12, which is going to be pretty tricky given that Warriors are really popular in Supercoach this year. If you've got Tohu, Jackson Ford, CNK all in your team, that's going to be a tough round. It will be very tough, um, but the Warriors are doing very well this year. And if you told me at the start of the year, load up on Warriors and you'd be doing well, I wouldn't have agreed. But no. um, I actually got Adam Fanil Blake in my side last week, which nice. is random. But uh, with the attacking upside and he's doing well, look at his stats. Uh, yep. I like him. I endorse him as a buy. I don't mind that trade either. Uh, Justin's saying, should I trade Will Kennedy to James Tedesco? I'm around that trade. I like that. Sharks have a good draw, though, but mm. I think the thing is you can bank cash by that trade, which very nice. Uh, what else have we got? Cody Walker or Dylan Brown? That's a that's a tough one. Walker's got the really tough matchup against the Panthers tonight. We'll get to that in a sec. Dylan Brown's got an easier run, but he doesn't have the big scores in him. I think he's a guy that gets you sort of 40 to 90 very mm. consistently, but doesn't have that 130, 140 in him, whereas Cody can just go gangbusters um, and can go well in, in tough matchups as well as easy ones. Yeah, I, I like Dylan Brown now. I think you've, you asked me two weeks ago, probably yeah. would have said Walker, um, but Dylan Brown, uh, I heard someone say to me on our podcast actually that. Dylan Brown takes the reins when they're up against tougher matchups, whereas Mitch Moses bullies the t- 
the easier sides, yeah. which I completely agree with that statement. Yeah. And I think coming up, um, he's going to have a bit of love go his way. Yeah, he's quite cheap at the moment as well. You can get him at a pretty decent price. So uh, I couldn't talk anyone out of buying Dylan Brown. Let's go to the burning issues. Right, massive clash. Rabbitohs v the Panthers tonight. Late mail from the Rabbitohs. Isaac Thompson, the winger, has been ruled out again. It's the same switch as last week. He's out. Tane Milne goes to his wing. Latrell Mitchell, you own him, don't you? You must be extremely happy. Two tons in a row. Still has a, a negative break even. He's on fire. It's too late to get on if you don't own him, but um, definite VC option tonight. Not for me. Yep. Um, I'm actually selling him. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I know that. That's why when I when I saw he had a negative break, even I was really shocked. Um, it's a way to fund Nico Hines for yep. me. So I've sold him to James Tedesco, and you bank 200k from that trade. So I like going on players when they're at their bottom, and selling players when they're at their top. So I think that's a good way to make cash when there's a lack of cheapies going around at the moment. Well, speaking of round 13 purchases before with Madison Tapanay being um, really going to be really popular in the forwards, in the back line, I think the number one guy probably will be Campbell Graham. The way he's going, though, he's so expensive and he could easily earn an origin spot, particularly if Turbo or Latrell go down. Mm. He might be the next centre-up. They could easily throw him on the wing as well. Yeah, I like him in that yeah. origin side on the wing, especially without Akar out. I think he's a good chance, but... Super coach wise, oh, it's, it's, it's very tough on with all these good purchases this week, isn't it? It's well, look, I wouldn't be getting on Campbell Graham now. That's for sure. Yeah. We're hoping that he goes down, has a doesn't score some tries for the next sort of month or so, and we can pick him up at a decent price for round twelve or right on round thirteen. Yeah, use a boost in that round to bring him in. That's my thought on Campbell Graham, um, but. I just hope that he doesn't go gangbusters in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. It's going to be tough to watch him. <laughs> yeah. Onto the Panthers. Nathan Cleary. It looks like they'll be unchanged, by the way. Nathan Cleary. VC in this... I mean, here he is icing the game over the weekend. Um, he's, he's just an absolute weapon, super coach wise I mean, he can win NRL games like that, and he can win... <laughs> <laughs> And he can, and super coach wise, he just stacks every single stat possible for yep. a halfback. VC tonight in a tough matchup. It's raining outside in Sydney, so it might be a bit of a messy clash. What are your thoughts? The rain makes it tough, but he has scored 190 versus the Rabbitohs in the past. Um, yeah. I think this week there are a lot of very juicy matchups, and they might be too good to be true. So maybe going Cleary would be a pod route captaincy wise even though he's quite highly captained at the moment but I've got Troy Wickers saying Sangster must be doing 10 trades in round 13 <laughs> which is full zing that but my thoughts for round 13 are that I'm making those let's say 10 trades from about round sort of over round 9, 10 um, 11, 12, 13 not all in that week but I will be using a boost that week that's for sure um what else we got? Sunia Taruva, one of the most sold players this week. Um, look, 
the base has been a little bit on and off. He scored. The, he had this great game where he scored two tries without line breaks um, and didn't get a massive score out of it. The base is up and down. In some games, he'll make 20 runs with the tackle busts associated to them. And then in other games, particularly when the Panthers are winning, he doesn't need to do that much work, so he doesn't. Uh, I'm... I probably have to sell this week to get someone like Manu or Tedesco or both into my team. But I think we've only only just scratched the surface with Taruva. I think there's a lot to come for him. I think wing probably isn't his position. Yeah, uh, He's probably more a centre or a Dylan Edwards type fullback. But he, on the wing for the Panthers, I... I was so off him last week after the game. I was like, he annoys me so much, super coach wise But... I'm sticking faith and playing him again tonight. I think um, I'll put my trust back in him. Well, Mick's given me a, a really big rev up here on Facebook Live. Thanks to your fat gutted dog. <laughs> Probably weak as well. Why did you dog the beers and ba- break-evens crew this oh. week? I, I, I did. I was locked in to do the beers and break-evens until about this time last week, and then my shift changed to a 6am shift, and oh, I couldn't no. do it. So... That's my reasoning. Hopefully I'll be on beers and break-evens at some stage during the year. Good show, that. It is good. Um, ben Heron, Junior Tupu as a cash grab. Rob Sutherland's all over him. I think he's a bit too expensive now. Uh, he's not for me. If you got on two weeks ago, well done. I don't like the um, the rotation going on at the Tigers. Like, yep. Dane Laurie not playing fullback. What's to say this, this new guy does go to the wing eventually? Um, yeah, I don't like it. Let's go now. Um, more Panthers. Sonny Luke, hoping for big minutes, you know, 50-odd minutes last week. It didn't eventuate and only got 20-odd points. Hopefully we're back to 50 minutes, a couple of little attacking stats in there, and we can get a decent price rise out, out of him. It's hard to judge what's going on there and what his yeah. minutes are. I think the big question will be next week when Melbourne have the buy. Uh, lots of Harry Grant owners will need to play him. Are you confident enough playing him next week? No. No? No, but I will have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely going to happen. Hopefully he can get some attacking stats in that round. Yeah, I, I guess you've got to do what you've got to do. You've got Nathan's very keen on you saying we've got one... Sorry, it's Troy saying um, Savs is one slick-looking rooster today. Oh, thank you. Which I is, got a haircut yesterday. You like my... There we go. Fresh, to, uh, fresh cuts for the show. How good. Trying to compete with Timmy for best mullet in yeah. the game. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be chatting Friday night footy now. Brought to you by KFC. Two big clashes. Eagles v Broncos in Darwin and Bulldogs v the Sharks. Now, I mentioned Darwin for the Eels-Broncos clash because weird stuff seems to happen in Darwin. Every time they go up there, there's a strange match up there. Um, what we are hoping is that Arthur reverts back to that late change from last week where Hopgood went to lock, Maddo went to, the, went to the edge, and Cartwright went to the bench. It's big news for Supercoach if that happens because Maddo is the third most purchased player this week. And Brad Arthur, in his pre- press conference this week, said that Madison only played reduced minutes. He got 60-odd minutes last week because the team was so far ahead against the Bulldogs. So I'm expecting him to return to 80 minutes or somewhere close to it this week. So I think he is a good buy, but I think there are better buys this week, like Manu and Tedesco, that are probably more urgent, and Maddo can wait until next week or the week after. I think so too. He's priced at about where he's going to stay at, so yep. he's not urgent. That being said, this Manu and Garrick, 
their break-evens are very high. So. Yeah, yeah, no, they could easily come down and that could <laughs> turn out to be a bust. Jermaine Hopgood, do you still own him? And are you happy about him being a lock? I don't own him. I sold him when he got benched that week, which I was very happy with, but when I saw it last week, uh, it's it's what needs to happen in that side, in my opinion, and I think it's going to happen again. Jeez, do I target him again before round 13? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I can. I think Madison's got to be the priority, but... Um, if I, if I was owning, I'd be stoked. That would be devastating to sell <laughs> Hopgood and then have to bring him back in again, that's for sure. Dylan Brown, obviously really popular, but we have spoken about him. Oh, this is, this is a bit of Dylan Brown here, so... Um, try assists, he's killing it this year. He has the most try assists in the competition. Um, plus, you've got a good base. Makes a lot of runs for a 5'8", and a lot of tackles as well. So he is the... One of the safest gun versions, certainly in that position, in a position that can be a little bit up and down. Yeah, it, this year it's weird, isn't it? Like, I guess Dewey and Burton didn't kick off like we wanted them to. Um, it's between him and Munster, Munster oh, and yeah. Walker at the moment. So, um, I think he's he's the guy. Hayes Dunster, really popular this week, and even with all the trap talk floating around. He's actually gone up the most purchase list. He started around sixth. I've been to third the last time I checked, and he might even be higher than that now. We don't have any news. I've been chasing this for you. I don't have any news on whether he's going to get dropped with Bailey Simonson lurking on that extended bench. I don't know, but hopefully we'll know at 6 p.m. tonight when the 24-hour cuts come in. Yeah, I heard news prior to when he played his first game that it was his position to lose. He hasn't played well enough to keep that position, in my opinion. But um, if he he's in my side, if he keeps the spot. But he's break even 38, so you can wait. Yeah, you can absolutely wait. Um, look, my gut feel is that he's probably not in the team when they yeah. run out. But I don't have any mail on it yet, and, but we are chasing it. So hopefully we'll have something for you later on today. Reese Walsh in this clash as well. He's... I can't believe I missed out on Reese Walsh. He's just so good. He's looking amazing. He's good looking. Everything about him is good, except that he's not in my super coach team. So I'm hoping that in a pretty tough matchup against the Eels, I know the Eels aren't going particularly well on the ladder, but the defence is generally pretty good. Hopefully this is the week that Reese Walsh finally becomes a normal human being and just bumps out of 35, 40. I've been saying that for six weeks now, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not known her either, and it's hurt so much, and I was keen on, in, keen on him in the preseason, and I just didn't do it. So, yeah, not good. On to the doggies via the Sharks. The late mail there. So there's a lot of action going on here. They've got, Aver on top of the injuries to Karaz and Adokar, they've got Avarillo and Braden Burns in doubt. Now, this could bring in one guy who I'm particularly keen on in Jarrell Skelton, who uh, isn't, you know, he's listed as a forward in some fantasy fantasy games, but he's been playing wing in New South Wales Cup. He's one of these uh, rugby sevens guns. Looks like a freak. He could easily come into that team on the wing this weekend and be a cheapie in a couple of weeks. Is that like the, um, the Dane Laurie... Saga yeah, yeah, a few years ago. Because he, his brother or something, Will Skelton, played forwards for the Wallabies. Yeah, so, it could be something. Yeah, like that's that. probably what it is. Yeah, um, yeah uh, uh, there's a world where if he got named, I would look at getting him in tomorrow. But 
Um, I think with Kraz only being out yeah. three weeks, it's, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? No, definitely not for this week, but I'm excited to see him run out. Also, Carl Oluwapu, the mail on him. So the, the mail is strong that he is getting closer and closer to a debut. Uh, and this guy's a, an absolute freak. The Bulldogs paid a $500,000 transfer fee to bring him from the Broncos. The kid can play. He's going really well in, in reserve grade. But uh, the mail is that Serraldo doesn't want to debut him until a few big forwards come back into that team. He doesn't want to do it just yet, but they might be forced to with guys like Avarillo and... Um, uh, Braden Burns, they've got Andrew Davey in doubt as well, so he could be forced to. They could be forced to bring him in. Maybe not in the halves, but they could chuck him on the bench. He's the sort of guy who um, can play in the forwards. One of the reasons why he left the Broncos was that they wanted to change him into a lock. And he's like, no, I want to play five eight. So they could easily chuck him as a as a utility on the bench. He looks good. I flicked over to a to a New South Wales Cup game when he was playing, and he did chip and chase and regathered, oh, and then nice. oh, yeah. it just he it. looks so good. Um, he's big for his age as well, so yeah, maybe coming off the bench is something, but it's uh, it's probably not a super coach thing, is it? Oh, not for now. Let's see what happens this week and then assess him later on. But he he does have a lot of super coach potential if he's starting playing big minutes. At the Jacob Preston, are you selling him? A lot of people are. A lot of people are going Preston up to Madison. It's not for me. I think Preston still has a lot to give, and he's scoring 60 points a week, and I need those 60 points in my starting 17. I don't want to sell him, but I have to. Yeah. To get, uh, I don't have Nico Hines, and because he's nearly a million dollars, yeah. I need to make a few trades to make it happen. So I do feel very dirty about it, but I think... Is he a final 17 player? No. That's why... Yeah. That at the end of the day, that's why I was happy to sell. He, yeah, he could easily become Madison for me yeah. in round, you know, in a couple of weeks' time. Nico as captain this week against the Sharks. I've I've against got a, sorry Bulldogs. against the Bulldogs yep. <laughs> for the Sharks against the Dogs. I've got it locked in. I haven't been able to captain him yet, so I've missed out on all his massive scores. So for me, it's locked in. Given that the Bulldogs. Uh, injury depleted, and they got towed up last week by the Eels. Yeah, I think um, the Bulldogs have been towed up the last two weeks. So I'm thinking there might be kind of a, a comeback game for them. Yep. So I'm not too confident in captaining Hines straight up. And I think with all the good matchups, I think that maybe Cleary might be the go. I don't know. I don't know. Yep. I'm so up in the air about everything. Yeah, it's a tough week for captaincy this week, particularly given that there are um, teams are starting to get pretty strong, supercoach teams, that is, and there are so many options for the captaincy. Take some questions. A lot of chat about whether to sell Charles Nickel Clockstad. I'm doing it this week. Mm. I feel completely dirty about it, but it means I can get Manu. So I'm doing it. I'd love to keep him, but I just the, I don't have the cash to do it another way. I think to get in these guns that you need a player like CNK holding him till round 13 is going to hurt you more than selling him now question uh, what are Teddy's scores when Manu plays 6 historically I haven't looked into that <laughs> when he played 6 last year against the Dragons Teddy turned up right. still or, so, oh, it was 90 or something but like still pretty good but Manu just got more <laughs> 
Thoughts on Ruben Garrick as captain? Interesting, because they've got a good matchup up against the Tigers in a day game. Not sure what the weather's like, but presuming the weather is good, either Turbo or Garrick are both serious captain options this week. I like it. Garrick's last three scores against the Tigers are all tons, so wow. he's a very good shout. And then we'll take one final question before moving on. I've brought in Skelton this week. This is Mark. He needed a cheapie. I think it's a risky move. I'd probably still go Dunster ahead of him, to be honest. Um, but that could change uh, later today if we get some move. If we get some news on Dunster. I wouldn't be against getting him in and playing him this week, just as a because these these cheapies that are big prodigies come in and have really big first games and then they fall off mm. straight away. Um, it'd be a nice little. Little point a different yeah. play, yeah. Mitchell saying, "Did Tim? I'm assuming did Savs get that shirt out of Rob Sutherland's wardrobe?" <laughs> yeah, I thought what <laughs> I was putting it, it on today. Yeah. <laughs> very Rob. All right, there's plenty of late changes coming this week. Let's do late mail. So for tonight's game, Isaac Thompson is out for the Rabbitohs. Tane Milne goes onto the wing. Looks like the Panthers will be unchanged. We've chatted about Hayes Dunster already. We're chasing that story, so I'll hopefully have that for you later on today. News out of the Broncos is that Adam Reynolds has been rested from training so Ooh. far this week. That's not a... But that's not out of the ordinary for Adam yeah. Reynolds. He, he's getting on a bit and happens a fair bit. He is expected to play, but if Reynolds were out, that could seriously affect someone like Reese Walsh because that combination that he has with Reynolds over on the right is pretty red hot. And um, look, I'm, I'm, I'm death riding Reese Walsh so hard just because he's so good, but it's, it's something to bring up. Well, you're seeing the negatives in it. I see a positive that he'll probably end up goal-kicking. Yeah, um, yeah, good call. And if the Broncos put points on Parramatta, which is could happen, that's that's oh, that's going to hurt as a non-owner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that we've covered all of late mail already, so let's move on to guilty pleasures. A great um, sledge has come through. A zinger, I'm calling it already, from Mick. In that blouse, Savs looks like he is the late male. I get late, it. The late male. M-A-L-E. Male. Late male. Right. It's probably better written down than it is. <laughs> Jared's asking, Duru to Schuster or Karaz to Manu? Well, look, mm. I mean... Duru to Schuster is to free up money, so it depends where you're going to... Oh, my other trade is Dom Young to Garrick. Look, I mean, Karaz to Manu is a, a great trade yeah. in terms of points, but then the Schuster one is going to um, make you a fair bit of money to spend next week. Yeah, uh, if you could do both of them, I'd, yeah. I'd like it. Even the Dom Young to Garrick one is a good trade too. But, um, let's go... Guilty pleasure. What are you thinking this week? Mine is James Tedesco. I hate getting James Tedesco when he's high ownership, but I love him when he's low ownership. Um, So he's in my side this weekend. I was going to say Tedesco as well, unfortunately. We haven't haven't even... We haven't spoken about this off-air either. I hate it when we we 
agree. But <laughs> I'll have to switch my guilty pleasure to Joey Manu. I just yeah. think that it's more of a gut feel. The Roosters haven't been going well. They've been really bad. But by dropping Sam Walker, I think um, Robinson's going to get a massive reaction out of not just Manu in the positional switch, but the entire team. I think everyone's going to lift because he's a popular guy on that side and um, it's a big call to drop a guy of such talent. So I think everyone's on notice and everyone's going to fire up. So Joey Manu's in for me. How do you see this game going, St George versus the Roosters? Just because like, Anzac Day clashes are always mm. very tough. St George have been doing good, Roosters have been doing bad. It's not... Uh, look... It brings the dragons, or it brings the roosters down and the dragons up because it's going to be a slugfest. You'd think it's not as good a matchup on paper as you think, but yeah. then the roosters have the dragons in about five weeks' time. That's the really yeah, easy matchup yeah. coming up, and I think it's going to be a tough matchup this week. But then basically the rest of the next five weeks are pretty good games for the roosters, except for there's one clash against the panthers in there, mm. which is going to be tough. Uh, anyway, I've just got a gut feel about Manu and Tedesco, but uh, Manu has to come in first for me. With Sam Walker out of the side, Tedesco kick goals. Tedesco, <laughs> no, 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 it's not gonna Momorowski's going to kick goals oh, for them. Uh, cheapies, we need them. We need them to pop up. Let's do cheapie of the week. One guy we haven't spoken about yet today is Jared Croker. He is the most popular cheapie this week, even though he's on the buy. So that's the biggest drawback. Job security is a little bit shaky. I think he should be locked into a spot for a while, given how well the Raiders have gone with him back into the team with two wins. But they still do have Xavier Savage back into that team at some stage. So, uh, look, ideally you'd wait till next week. I can't wait that long. So he's in for me this week. With, yeah, yeah, I think... He stays in the side with the Kotrick injury. Seb Chris yep. may go to the wing when Savage is back. Uh, I'm waiting till next week, though. Yeah, I would ideally wait till next week, yeah. but I just need the cash this round. Josh Schuster, I think, is the cheapie of the week now that he's been named and all but confirmed. The word on him is, is pretty much confirmed unless there's some sort of setback. He'll play. So if you don't own him, and about half of super coaches already do, I think he is the cheapie of the week. I think he is too, and he's a possible play if yeah. you, you need it. Yeah, I've got him in the 17 this oh, week, that's oh. for sure. Up against the Tigers. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully good weather as well. Phoenix Crossland. Uh, Copes is keen on him, really keen on him as a cheapie this week with the injury there to Jaden Braley scoring a try there. What are your thoughts? He's not he's not a typical cheapie in that he's around that 300k mark. He's not quite bottom dollar. I think Tim Williams is probably the second best purchase this week. Oh, Phoenix Tim. Crossland, sorry. Um, he is the second best cheapie option this week, in my opinion. Yep. It gives me real Lachlan Croker vibes. Lachlan Croker vibes? Yeah. Yeah, I can get around that. <laughs> Jake Granville, what are your thoughts on him? Copes is keen on Granville as well. Mm. He's gone from being a dual fullback to being uh, a utility, to playing lock, to playing hooker. Like He's all over the shop, but I do love see, seeing a, a small fella like him named... I think he was named a prop last he week. He was, yeah. Even though probably named a, played a lock style, but yeah, a little fella at lock. We love that. What is he at the moment? Oh, I 
can't even. Oh, I, I think he might just be hooker at the moment. Could be hooker, fullback, hooker. I don't, I don't I, think he's got. He full was fullback last year, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He got he got fullback in there at some stage. I think uh, some people are really keen on him, and I don't I don't get it. He's played that same role in that side for a long time, and when troops come back, yeah, I think people are just keen on him for the meme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll take a few questions now. I'm on YouTube now, so send them through, guys. Cheek Ham as a pod. He was good at the start of the year. He's one of the sort of underrated cheapies. I thought he'd drop out of that team, and he just kept getting named and playing big minutes. Um, with Kaloa Matangi out, he presumably has a decent run in that side, but he's already made his cash. It's not for me. I like host better. Yeah? With yeah. a negative 14 break-even, nice. 300k. I think he's um, playing, playing bigger minutes now. I'm not sure if Jai Arrow deputises on, on the edge somewhere. Yeah, he may end up somewhere. Yeah. Who knows? Marzu and Karaz to Garrick and Manu. Would you be selling Greg Marzu? No. No, I don't think I'd be selling Marzu, but Karaz to one of those guys definitely makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 100%. Turbo is captain this week. Would you do it? Yes. Yes. You're doing. You're doing it. Yeah, I think it's so. Locked in, and Riley's asking Tom Gilbert's chances of playing State of Origin. I think uh, they're pretty good. Pretty pretty handy for a bench spot, I'd say. Um, tell Brandon to calm down in the Top Sports Charity League. <laughs> no need to score so highly every week. That's from Benny G. <sighs> I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> just just trying. Just can't make it happen. Right. We mentioned captaincy just before. Let's do Cope's captains. I was a little bit shocked by these stats when I pulled them up this morning. Nathan Cleary, 34% captaincy rate. Now, a lot of people probably just haven't put in their teams and changed their teams after last week. I thought that was very high for a guy who's playing the first game of the round and in a tough matchup. Yeah, I think that will change, but if people forget to change it, I think it's still a decent option. I yeah. like it this week, just because just everything's so... It seems so clear cut and dry that yeah he should end up being a pod option nico hines is next and that makes sense for me up against the dogs who got smashed last week and are injury depleted so i'm leaning towards that way but to your man turbo is next on 16 percent yeah very potish for him a lot of people sold as well so yeah i like turbo doesn't go massive against the tigers usually though so i'm a bit worried yeah, um, my issue with Turbo is that he does look to be uh, labouring a bit and mm. perhaps struggling either with that hip pointer injury or the new running style or whatever it happens to be. He hasn't fully hit top gear this this season so far. I thought he looked a lot better last week. Uh, yeah. I think the where he scored his first try against Melbourne, he was sprinting through the line for yeah, the Daily Charons kick, yeah. kick, which he wasn't doing earlier in the season. Hope that's signs of good things to come. VC this week. Hines is popular, so a lot of people are all over him, either as VC or C, and he's VC for you. Walsh is popular as well. Mitchell Moses is popular. And people have Turbo as VC, but I don't see how that would <laughs> quite work, given how late they play. Yeah, it could be Manu captain, maybe. Yeah. Um, Teddy captain. Munster, yeah. Grant. Uh, the captaincy percentages have changed. Nico Hines is 37 now. So he's moved, yeah. And Cleary is 25, so. I right, guess that's, that's moving pretty quickly, those numbers. Yeah, I, I assume that'll go higher by the end of tonight. Yep. Um, but yeah, 
All right, questions till the end of the show. We'll get through about three or four. Zach Lomax with a question mark. I, he's on my radar for round 13. Both him and Jack Bird, I think, are good options from the Dragons. I think I have Jack Bird slightly ahead, to be honest, with his dual position and the fact he's playing 80 minutes in the forwards, but I won't be getting them this week. Very similar, aren't they? I think the goal-kicking for Lomax yeah. makes him a better option for mine. Well, you've got the goal-kicking for Lomax, but then you've got the base from playing in the forwards of um, mm. Jack Bird. So, look, I mean, it's pretty much a 50-50. Lomax call. takes the second run from every kick return. Yeah. If, if you haven't noticed, he's pretty much a forward in an outside back's body. This is a good question from Boogie X asking Jareem Buller. Look, I'd... <laughs> I've watched some highlights of this bloke, and he looks like an absolute freak. He looks like he's running in second gear, but he's incredibly fast when he's doing it. He's got that kind of Greg Inglis style of running where he looks like he's loping, but he's going really quick. Um, he He's good, but he's playing for the Tigers. Is he really going to have any attacking stats come to him in that team? Plus, he's only available at fullback, and really, you want to be running with two guns at fullback. If he wasn't fullback only, I'd be much more interested. Oh, but... I'd probably be buying. If you could get him at centre wing, yeah. I'd be buying him this week. But unfortunately, you can't. can, can't you? I still, you still could if you flick someone like CNK. Oh or no, Garrick. but you can. Oh, I can. <laughs> yeah, you I can, can get him in. Good pulls. I'll put the call into Vapor Media and see if we can switch something up. Who do you prioritize? This is from Damien. Who do you prioritize between Manu, Madison, and Garrick? The order I have them in is Garrick, Manu, and then Madison. I agree. Agree. Yeah, oh, we're agreeing too much today. Round thirteen for Garrick is what puts him ahead. Luke is asking, who are your four halves to play until the end of the season? Where are you going to end up there? I think it'll be Hines, Cleary. I really want Munster. And someone else. 5'8's a bit open, but maybe Dylan Brown, maybe Cody. It depends on it depends on the draw coming home, really. Maybe that will be dependent on run at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, Kalen Ponga. Ponga, yeah, he's very cheap. He, he um, might I've got kick... my eye on him this weekend to see how he goes. Yeah, he might kick goals as well, because Lockie yeah. Miller hasn't been the greatest goal kicker, but yeah, I've got my eye on him. VC on Hines and C on Turbo. That's Luke Burns, so he's basically just copying yeah. Sabs over here. Oh, it's a very popular strategy this week. And is Meany a buy? Do you still yeah. own him? No. No, I sold him and he kept pumping out scores, but he has a buy next week, so probably not. But... I like him as a play this week. If you've got him, I wouldn't sell him. Yeah. Well, that is it. Game day podcast for round eight. Big thanks to Savs with his Rob Sutherland shirt. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to give that comment the zinger of the week this week. Uh, we'll catch you for the team's podcast at 5 p.m. on Tuesday. We'll see you then. 